0: Hi, and thanks for tuning in to 100 Questions with Jess. I'm Jess, and there are 100 questions on the Women's Health list of questions to ask your significant other in a relationship, and the last nine questions were all in the dating stage, and... There were some interesting questions some deep ones some fun ones i mean we started it all out with the bucket list right what's in the bucket list and then we wanted to know what things people regret (laughs) or hardest life lessons to learn adventures we wanted to know childhood memories i mean it was a roller coaster of emotions in the dating stage which is why i'm well very very surprised about the first question after dating in the exclusivity stage. And that question is, what are your feelings on sexual exclusivity and monogamy? What? What? We're asking this question after we decided to be exclusive. So... This is my question. Maybe the the dating game changed completely. And I mean, I was dating like a year and a half ago, <laughs> a little longer ago. But this didn't, well, now that I think about it, it might have crossed my mind a little bit. I mean, even when you're online dating and people might still be dating other people to figure out which is the one person they kind of want to be with, which I find that very disturbing. This whole, hey, are we exclusive now? Which that question didn't even pop up, but I guess it's very obvious. But I didn't think you had to specify, okay, we're exclusive now. Hey, I'm a girl. You're my guy. What's up? But what about the sexual part? I mean, this could be fun for a lot of people to be like, cool, I really like you. I don't know if at that part you probably don't love that person yet just because you're exclusive, so you wouldn't say that, most likely. But, hmm, being together, finally saying, hey, I'm yours, will you be mine? (laughs) From, like, the heart and mind and title standpoint, but let's still sleep with other people? Or are we talking about swinging? Like, I don't know. I was really curious to go into this exclusivity section because I thought, "Whoa, these questions are either gonna get deeper or they're gonna get really silly." You know, when you're already with someone and your true self comes out, kind of like in the last episode, talking about impressions and and how people are different with their people or when they're together longer and have different habits or been holding stuff back. Um, but that was a shocker. I don't know how you feel about this. But that would not cross my mind. If I were <laughs> to sit on the sofa or on a date, wherever, with the person I've been dating for a while, we decided to be like, hey, I'm your girlfriend. You're my boyfriend. What's up? <laughs> Again. <laughs> and then he'd be like, so what do you think? Sexually exclusive too, or are you more into monogamy? That, that would actually be a red flag for me. And I don't think just guys asking girls that because it's expected. There's some girls out there, too. We're pretty equal when it comes to that. (laughs) Um, But if you're asking, most of the time, I would think you're... Well, actually, there's one or two options. I I really can't... Maybe clarifying is a good option. Hey, I'm just laying it out there just so we said it so nobody can be like, hey, you cheated. No, I didn't because you never asked me, so maybe... But either the person is really insecure and just really wants to be like, hey, it's just, it's just you just sleeping with me, I don't have to worry about anything, right? Or what I think most likely, and correct me if you think I'm wrong, but this is my opinion, the other person has that kind of interest. They're kind of still open. Even though as I'm saying it, I find it equally. Equal mm, that the person might just want to be like, yo, <laughs> no cheating here. But that you even have to say that, like, when did when did this whole discussion start? That you're with somebody and you have to set real ground rules. I think it would be really different if uh, when you're way later in the stage, like you you truly love this person, you tried everything and together <laughs> and then it's more of like hey should we switch it up a little bit and even that uh I, I it's just me personally not a fan of it but at the beginning like what are you missing if at the beginning you're either wanting to be sexually close exclusive uh, not sexually exclusive or you're worried your partner won't be because if you're worried Already at the beginning, whew, the more I'm thinking of it, it probably is a real checklist. So you're dating, then you first have to be like, are we a thing? Can I officially say that? Like I listen to the, uh, I, I tend to listen to the morning radio station here in Tampa Bay, and one of the one of the radio hosts, he said, hey, I really don't care about titles, but. I'm like exclusive with this girl. So and they were like, so she's a girlfriend. He's like, ah, I really don't like that title. Why? Like, what the heck? <laughs> right? Like, what? So what else is she? And why not put a title on it? And he gave an interesting answer. Uh, actually, when I first joined Facebook, it took me a little bit because I used to be in MySpace. Hello, my age, elder millennial. <laughs> or millennial, who knows? 86 born. <laughs> And I, they had, or maybe still have the section where you can kind of write blogs. And I was observing people very early, which is why I always wanted to study psychology. And I realized that people had different expectations at different stages of their relationships. Like when you're dating, you're like super open, understanding. You're just kind of holding all your emotions and feelings and drama in, like whatever, the the other person gets to do whatever because you just kind of want to be happy and you don't want it to break up. And and now the next stage, giving the title of, hey, we're exclusive, boyfriend and girlfriend. Now, <laughs> who's that girl on your phone? Um, who are you texting? What is happening? See, something changed. Like, why did it change? That person obviously said, hey, I want to be with you. This is official now. But even in my brain, this is something I do think about, too. And he kind of said that too. He's like, well, there's so many different expectations once you say it. And then you think about it. You come over like whenever. And now maybe it's expected to come over so and so many times. And and I think that's like really where a lot of the jealousy stuff comes out too. Because now the person said, hey, I want to be with you. So if they do something else, you're just looking for red flags. I guess also depending on your dating history. How long you've been dating. How much you've been hurt. All the... Stupid ex is right. Am I right? You at least have one stupid ex. <laughs> one that caused some kind of drama, wall, or caused you to be a little emotionally unavailable. Hmm? I know I can say that. <laughs> and then we go a step further, which is why I'm not really sure whether or not you need to get married. Like I was married and um I think it's... This is a whole nother story, probably. But um, they should make it as hard to get married as it is hard to get a divorce. They just have to make you work for it so that you're like, yeah, it's worth it. (laughs) And then it's all okay. Like, the whole, like, getting engaged should really be at least a year. And you should have to live with that person. Because when you get divorced, they want you to not live together for a year before you can get divorced. And all of that would make total sense. You just want to kind of be more sure. About the other person <laughs> and daily habits. But yeah, once you get engaged, the other stage. Then it's like, oh my gosh, getting married. And I don't know if a lot of expectations happened there already, but definitely when married. Hey, you going out with them again? No boys night? What? I thought we are doing this on Saturday. So there's so many, now he's my man and now he's your thing. Or same with guys could be like, hey, you're my wife now. Like, don't wear the miniskirt. What? the hell (laughs) no miniskirt but stuff like this can happen right it's people have different expectations of things and then also culture religion just bring all of it into the mix we have a bowl of skittles for sure and mm, there's no title after when you're divorced i don't know what dad say does that scream hashtag fail I don't know, I would say it was a win, but I don't know. And this is definitely not trash talking at all. This is just, when it's time to leave, it's it's time to leave and that's healthy. Like, I'm not for sticking it out for a kid um, because what good does it serve the kid to not see what real love and relationship should look like and now they're gonna think whatever is happening in that house is normal and everyone's just miserable in the co- until the kid finally leaves. that's a lot of deep talk. (laughs) But yeah, there are all these different titles, these different stages we go through. I think we could also add in before, during, after, whenever this happens, uh, moving in with each other. Because now you're like, oh, I thought we were watching this movie. And before, it wasn't. Um, It might also be like certain routines might switch up or it might still feel a little weird to do things on your own. Or... You might be doing things on your own and your partner is like, whoa, (laughs) what is happening? Where are you going? I'm doing the same thing I've been doing for the past year, two years, three years, five years, however long you knew this person. So it's so interesting to put a dot or like a different set of rules, requirements, (laughs) a different new checklist on there just because of a different title you have. So, (sighs) ah. But the whole sexual exclusivity, that really just throws me for a loop. I I don't know if this question was designed for a specific, specific generation. I don't know. This might have been going on way longer and <laughs> way over my head. Never thought about it. Maybe somebody did ask me. I am not even 100% sure. This must have been a long time ago. Haven't really been... Dating around, I would say this is probably like a 20s thing, <laughs> early, early 20s thing for me, and almost feels like reading the Cosmo. <laughs> Sorry, Women's Health, I feel this was like a Cosmo question for sure. Um, but how do you feel about it? Did you, did somebody ever ask you this question? Did you ask someone this question? Or is there another variation maybe of this question? because you could have just left it at, hey, are we sexually exclusive? Or is monogamy something you're about? Which I really think that should be a, like a dating question on like the third date or so, <laughs> I really do. This really kills me that this is like an exclusive question. And because they're in in, in distinct sections, I am categorizing them, like I said earlier. <laughs> Like you try not to categorize certain things by titles and the the stage of dating you're in, but right now, I have to be right They put it in a section on the- on the website, <laughs> and I have to be judgy about that and um but just like when I had uh Everett on a few episodes ago, and we were talking about, hey, did you think of any questions ever before going on a date? <laughs> Or do you have a checklist? Are there like specific questions or like questions like, you know, when you have a guest on your podcast, you do you do your research and you definitely have some fallback questions. You want to make sure the flow keeps going. So you do have some questions prepared, some that you might really want to ask and some like just in case, you know, you might need the questions about the person or just a topic they're really into or you both might be into or some something completely off the wall to get the conversation going. It it, it really could be every, anything, um, but on a date, I never thought of that. To be like, okay, if this date doesn't go well, here's some fallback questions. But I think in the back of our head, just like how we're talking about the weather, <laughs> we do we do have standard questions, right? Like, don't like tell me you've never asked this question like right off the bat so what do you do in your free time like what are your hobbies unless you're online dating and that profile was just packed with a bunch of information which personality wise says a lot about a person especially a a guy because guys online profiles are (laughs) very scarce pictures maybe the name maybe the real name (laughs) maybe a couple of things drop a line or two but it's never going to be detailed or have like the things you want to (laughs) know On there, like like hobbies, for example, things I like to do, read, watch, taste in music, movies, which I don't know. I'm surprised that actually didn't come out. a favorite movie style of movie because like for me, I can't watch horror, like suspense. Ooh, I like suspense. I like Shutter Island or Inception, and not just because of Leo Dondre Carpio, even though adult Leo is definitely hotter than Titanic. Leo, but that's another story. <laughs> but we do ask these questions. What else usually? I'm, I'm trying to think of like typical things. So what do you, like, first of all, obviously, what does the person do for a living? Even though that can still be misunderstood, I find it important to know not because of money or status, but also kind of getting to know the person. Like, what do you do? Is that something you're good at or just something that you got into and you're still doing? Because not judgy at all if somebody has a very regular job, but maybe they have a side hustle or a really fun hobby that could be. So that doesn't really mean anything, but you kind of do want to get to know what does this person do 40 hours of the week? (laughs) And does it make them happy? Is that the dream job? Is it a firefighter? Or is it, maybe he's a pilot, which that would probably be in the profile because it's a chick magnet. Oh, the firefighter probably too. Here I go uniforms. But (laughs) he would be gone all the time. Like a guy might be okay with uh, a girl being a flight attendant and gone every once in a while and have more boys nights. But I don't know. Like you'd think, cool, my man is a pilot. (laughs) Depending on if it's long, uh, uh, does it long is it long distance sounds like long distance relationship (laughs) like the flights like across the continents like to asia and europe or africa or australia whatever and yeah then be gone way longer or is it like hey i'm just flying to cali and back every day that's what i do but i'm always back at the end of the day um when i was a, a a flight attendant for that private airline we would be on five days, I think off a couple and then on call for like a few days. So we had to be within a certain distance with our pager <laughs> of the airport. So I couldn't go super far, but it still was chill. But the maybe we just flew there and then we chilled for like days with whatever sports team we were out there just chilling until the game was over. And uh it was, that was a really, really fun gig. <laughs> really fun crew, too. Oh, my gosh. It's, that's a story that's definitely going to pop up in my other podcast, um, German Chocolate, Life of a Mixed Girl. Um Yeah, <laughs> that's definitely going to pop up. There are some stories I just can't forget. Definitely have to find my notepad to get some of the details. But, yeah, that person might be gone a lot. And then... Also, the aspect of ooh, a guy in uniform is like hot, so being jealous of like other people, which I find there's really different types of jealousy. There's like the type of jealous where you think your man is kind of charming and flirtatious, and he might be, but maybe not, maybe that's just like his charisma, <laughs> and he's not really doing it on purpose, which a lot of times I walk in, I smile and and then I have to be like, "I'm not flirting, excuse me." <laughs> Or that you you know that guy is good, but there are a bunch of girls like, Hey, this is my hotel key. What's up? See you later at the bar or in my room. And yeah, you trust that person. And a lot of times, especially if you're being blown off, and that's why I say a lot of girls can get very like worse than a guy. Because a guy can't really be that pushy to a girl without being worried the cops are going to be called to them or somebody's going to beat them up. But the girl might be like, I want him. I do. And I'm going to do whatever it takes. So it's tricky. That's why I always say, I trust you, but I don't really trust the girls. And you can think whatever about me. (laughs) I'm not um, a jealous person, but I don't want unnecessary situations to happen. Like, just don't put that and that out there because we don't need that friggin' drama. (laughs) But that's. All, I guess, things you have to set straight at the beginning, but I find before deciding to be exclusive. Because if we're now, hey, I'm your girl, you're my man, what's up? (laughs) Again. And then you're like, oh, no, well, I like monogamy. And he's like, ah, snap, I guess we shouldn't be together. That's too late. That's too late. (sighs) Intense. Well, let me know what you think. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Insta, as usual, at questions, Jess, and drop a comment. Uh, In the next episode, I might have a segment in there and your comment might show up. So enjoy your day. Enjoy the next or previous episode, whatever you're up to.